I think Rob's going to come back up in a sec. Wow, thank you so much. It's, you know, I really feel that that was, as soon as I got the text off Lynn and Gerald, it was like, I just knew that it was right for us to come here and be sent from Northgate and, you know, on behalf of the, the other churches in the city as well. It's very, very powerful and uh, pretty amazing. So thank you for, for doing that. Did you want to come and say something? We quite often get invited to ministries and churches to come and speak and minister and pray for people. Very rare that we get invited so that we can be prayed for. So that is very special and particularly with yourselves and Northgate. And we so appreciate that we, we feel covered, you know, by our home you know this, the old saying, you know, a prophet isn't honored in their own. We, we kind of have experienced that a little bit because uh, we, we travel extensively and very often we go places and people are so kind and enthusiastic and pleased to see us. Um, but we're just Rob and Alice in Chester, aren't we? <laughs> and uh, it, it just is, uh, it means an awful lot to us. Um, that you guys have just done what you just did uh, as, as we go out. Uh, it makes a lot of difference. And, of course, the prayer cover from parents is just invaluable. We know that, that we just sense that everywhere we go, uh, that we're covered. Mom says, we pray every day for you. To have praying parents is invaluable. Absolutely is. So, um, where time is running on, um, we want to hear, I want to hear some stories from Alice about some of the things that God's done with us. We're, we're quite well known for uh, just seeing God in action, for miracles, for healings, for breakthroughs. Uh, and uh, we want to hear, do you want to hear about some of those this morning? Um, it's always so encouraging. And uh, part of what we do is we just make um, the supernatural or the miraculous just very natural and down to earth, something that should can happen in every day and happen to very ordinary people like us because we're all extraordinary in the spirit, aren't we? Um, I was thinking of doing some a little bit of teaching, but I think we need to press on and we're going to finish about midday, I think, aren't we? So you've got time to tell a couple of stories, I think. Um, but thank you again so much. I know that you are... Just one more thing. You're pressing into identity. I know you have a theme as a church that you are really pressing into identity. And although we often focus on the manifestations of the Spirit and the power, and we want to see the healings, it all starts here, in the heart. It overflows out of who we are. And that's absolutely essential that, you know, we, we pursue that devotional life. We used to call it quiet time, having a quiet time. But however that looks in your life, just drawing aside and investing that time into prayer or into contemplation, into the scriptures, uh, and just being rooted in God and being filled with the Spirit. And it's, this is part of what we teach um, that it's out of that, the overflow of that, that we see the power of the Spirit. So we do both. Yeah, 
That's good. Let's hear it for Rob. <laughs> so I'm just going to share a few stories. Um, can you put the first slide up? Okay, here's me with a cleaning lady. She calls herself the cleaning lady because we were... Um, in fact, have I got the same dress on? I do have more than one dress, just to let you know. Um, we, this is in Houston in Texas last year. And um, was it in Houston? No, it was somewhere else. Virginia. I don't know where we were. This is Virginia, just a few months back. Oh, was it? Okay, Asheville, North Carolina. A few months back. And um, we've been around a bit. <laughs> so what happens quite often is when we're speaking, that miracles just break out spontaneously. So don't be surprised if something happens just, you know, just now, without anybody praying for you. Things seem to, like miracles pop. Healings happen. Demons might pop out, but that's okay. Better out than in. That's what we always say. And, um, you know, so things just happen. But what I was, I think I was speaking, wasn't I? And we were in Virginia. And I, I just said, oh, you know, things happen spontaneously. And somebody's been healed of, um, what was it? It was lumps. Like, she had a thing on her hand, didn't she? A ganglion on her hand. Anybody got a ganglion here? Or a lump that shouldn't be there? So I just said, oh, lumps are disappearing right now. They're just disappearing. And she, this is the cleaner who wasn't even supposed to be in the meeting, was just outside the door. And she literally stuck her head in the door, just as I said, lumps are disappearing right now. And what, she shouts out, what does she say? Because you can do the accent and everything. She said, uh, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It had completely disappeared on her hand. We've got it on video as well. But so, and then all lumps just started disappearing. And it just happens like that quite often, doesn't it? So you might just, just be thinking about it. As we're, you know, as we've been speaking this morning, as, as I'm speaking now, just, just, I mean, why not get healed right now? Why wait? Because Jesus did it, didn't he, on the cross 2,000 years ago. He took all sickness, all sin. He paid the price, even death itself. And he rose again. And he's victorious. So that's why we can be healed instantly. Um, there's somebody being healed right now of like um, cardiovascular. Is that something to do with your heart? Cardiovascular thing right now. Just receive that healing. And tendonitis. Who has tendonitis? Anybody? Yeah, just jump up. Where do you have it? Everywhere. Oh, just jump up and just, just run around a little bit. Are you normally in pain with that? It should just go right now. Just start moving around. Is, what is it? Is it like an inflammation of your tendons or something? Is that what it means, tendonitis? So, yeah, that pain's just going right now. And there's other people that are in pain that you quite often get this pain and it's, it sort of comes and goes. Um, there's chronic pain just going right now. So if you want to, feel free, because we're all family here, aren't we? Just feel free to move around and test things out. So really what I was going to do was just share, just very briefly, some of the things we've been doing over the last few years. It's brought us to this point, and you've heard a little bit about us and how we, we're kind of from Northgate Church originally. We were here, um, I think I'd been here for more or less 30 years, and um, you know, we ended up going to Morningstar School of Ministry in America for a year in 2005, which you guys really helped us on our way and helped us get there and everything. Um, and then we came back and we planted a church in Blaken from Northgate. And tremendous, amazing, miraculous things happened as a result. And that was to blame this church, you here, 
the church family here sending us out to Blaken. And we planted that from Northgate Church. And um, I think we've got, a, we've got another slide. It's a picture of outside our cafe, which we opened right in the middle of Blaken. It's gone now. You know, they knocked it down. Anybody here from Blaken? There's a few of you. We, I mean, the Lord basically told us to sell our dream home, give up our careers, and move to Blaken, which we did um, in 2004, I think it was. And um, as soon as we opened our little cafe, miracles started breaking out like crazy miracles. And many of you have heard about the miracles. Some of you were there as miracles happened. Some of you might be here that had things happen to them. And then in 2000, and, um, oh, let me do a quick story. Shall I do a Terry Finger story? So this is, a, we've got millions and millions of stories, but this is one, one guy called Terry Fingers, and I love this story. So this guy, he was um, a quite, well, he's quite a character in Blaken. I don't know if anybody knows him, but one day he comes into our cafe, and I think we've got a picture of him in the next slide. There he is. He speaks in rhyming couplets, which is quite interesting. Anyway, so he's in one day, the very first time I met him, he's in our cafe eating his cooked breakfast, and I was just telling him about Jesus, and I said, you know, this is a cafe where we see lots of miracles, and he's like, oh, I need a miracle. So I said, well, what is it that you need? And he said, well... He said, five years ago, I was climbing through a broken window. Now, I didn't like to say, what were you doing climbing through a broken window? So, and he said, you know, because the shards of glass around the edge of the window were sharp, they actually went into his fingertips as he was trying to get in the window. And he got glass in, embedded in his fingertips, didn't get it taken out. It, the skin just grew over the top. And you could, you know, it was just hard skin, basically. His friend actually said, I've tried with a Stanley knife to get the glass out, but I can't get it out. Sorry about that. It's a bit gross, isn't it? Anyway, that kind of paints the picture. So I said, well, Jesus will get the glass out of your fingers. So I just grabbed his hands and I said, in the name of Jesus, every bit of glass come out of his body. Now off he goes home. He comes in the next day and he goes, you'll never guess what happened. And I was like, no, Terry, tell me what happened. He said, I've been up all night, bits of glass on their own, supernaturally coming out of my fingertips. He said, it's all come out and I didn't have to do anything. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. He says, you never guess what? He said, I've had a problem with my foot for 30 years. Well, ever since he could remember. But he said, and he had a, a hole in the sole of his shoe that he showed me. He couldn't walk properly. He had this pain in his, the sole of his foot. No one could find out what the problem was. But he said, as the glass is coming out of his fingers in the middle of the night, he's thinking, oh, what's going on with my foot? He looks down, and this tiny little bit of glass is coming out the bottom of his foot. And he suddenly remembered that when he was 10, he jumped off the Wagner Horses pub wall in Blaken onto a glass bottle which smashed, and a tiny bit must have gone into his foot. But nobody knew that. But you know, because I said, every bit of glass come out of his body. I didn't say come out of his fingers. So when the glass was coming out of his fingers, it also had to come out of his foot. So he gets completely healed, and he says, I want to give my life to Jesus. So he did. And well, you would, wouldn't you? After you've been healed like that. So and there's, some of you might have things disappearing right now, just like we spoke about the lady the cleaning lady, she called herself. Um, I woke up this morning at 4.20, and suddenly I just it reminded me of 1 Corinthians 4.20, which says, the kingdom of God 
is not just a matter of talk, but of power. And I like to see a bit of action. It's good to talk about the kingdom, but we want the kingdom here and now, don't we? In fact, the kingdom of heaven is within us. We've just got to let it out. Jesus said, I will build my church. And quite often, what we've been trying to do in the past, we've been trying to build a church. But actually, no, Jesus is building his church. He tells us to extend his kingdom. And we've kind of got it back to front. So as we go out and extend his kingdom by healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead, cleansing the lepers, preaching the good news of Jesus Christ, as we do that, he will build his church and things begin to fall into place. So then in 2010, we opened a shop called Spirit Shop. Who went into Spirit Shop or volunteered in there? Uh, There's the the picture up there on Northgate Street. And we had the shop for five years. Um, And we had a sign outside that said, free healings and miracles and dream interpretation. And um, so people would just come in. I'm just going to tell a quick story of how a lady called Julie from Chester, um, some of you might know her, but she ended up coming in one day. And she had um, a cancerous tumor the size of an egg. She told me, this is what she told me a few months later. A cancerous tumor the size of an egg on the back of her neck. And she was about to have, it, have surgery and have it removed. And she was nervous. So she comes into our shop. And there she finds Joy Tyler and Wendy Price, who were our volunteers at the time. And she said, can you pray for me just so that surgery goes well? And they said, well, we can do that, but what about we just tell that thing to disappear? So she said, well, whatever. (laughs) So they stopped, and now she couldn't move her left arm because it was pressing on all the nerves or whatever in her arm. And um, so they pray for her, and they tell this cancerous tumor the size of an egg to disappear. Then they say, okay, just check it out. So she lifts her arm that she can't move, puts it on the back of her neck, and I think screams when she realizes this whole thing has completely disappeared. She gets completely healed, and this is her telling me a few months later when she comes in the shop just to tell me, I wasn't even there. Now, this is the power of God. This is not me. It's not my power. It's not, oh, Alice Creswell, that's her thing. This is for all of us. Not only can we live a victorious life, and we can live a healthy, healed life, whole in every way, spirit, soul, and body, but we can actually step out in faith and go and do that for other people. So that's what we do, but we like to train other people. So we've been lots of different places. We do workshops. Um, We've been doing them since 2013, I think, workshops regularly and training people. And we have people that come that are really hungry for things of the Spirit, and not all of them know Jesus yet. So we have people that come to our workshops to learn about the supernatural, and they get saved right at the outset. Before we even start the workshop, they're getting saved. And they're, you know, getting free from demons and people are getting healed. So just next slide. I'm just going to race through these. I think this is, yeah, this is me and Rob on Sidroth. Whoever watches Sidroth's It's Supernatural. So I've been on four times. This is me and Rob last, last year, was it? On there. Um, the next slide. Just very quickly, this is a guy in, um, I've got it in one of my books, Unexpected Miracles, but this is in Houston, Texas. This guy was, um, he was really like, I don't know, you call him disabled, I guess. He couldn't really walk. He was walking, but he had an accident 33 years before. He was in the military and he was electrocuted by a tank. 
and he should have been dead, but he actually survived it, but he couldn't feel any part of his body apart from his thumb and his finger for 33 years. He had the shakes so bad, he had brain damage, he couldn't hear properly, he couldn't see properly, he couldn't write his name. He just had so many things wrong with him because of this accident. He came to one of our workshops in Houston. He'd been away from God for 25 years, but he turned up after seeing us on TV. And in the first session, we get people, you know, we're always getting people to pray for each other. We don't do the miracles. We get people to do that, release the power of Jesus. A young guy prays for him, and from his head to his feet, he felt the power of God go through him. And his, his brain damage went. He could hear. He could see everything. He stopped shaking, gets completely healed. Now he's on fire for God. He's leading people to Jesus. He's doing miracles all over the place. Isn't that amazing? So next slide. Oh, that's our, just our books. We have brought our books, our books with us if anybody wants a book. Um, next slide. So what we've... We, we launched in October, is our website is spiritlifestyle.com, and we've got an online portal. So what's really good about what you said, Lynn, you know, that we're, I'm like a fire starter, and Rob's teaching people. We've got 70 or 80 training videos on our portal, and people can sub- subscribe to them. So they go on, and they just pay a small monthly amount, subscription, but they can, a bit like Netflix, but spiritual. And they can watch all our videos and we're training them in the supernatural and people are getting saved through them. We have a lot of new age people following us and they're watching them and they're giving lives to Jesus. And miracles are starting to break out all over the world just because of our videos. And um, we've got like a online community on there. So we're able to mentor people. We do live Q&A and stuff like that. So we've, we've had that on going since October, which has been really good. And Rob's really the one that's doing the videos. He's overseeing them. He's filming. He's writing them, going on location, editing and everything. And um, so, yeah, what we're going to do next, we're not completely sure where we're going next. But what the Lord's shown me is, you know, Slimming World or Weight Watchers. Now, we're not going to go and start those, but... And I was chatting to Jenny, wasn't I, to to really find out about how Slimming World operates. But, you know, the Lord's doing something new. And what he's doing with us, he's not going to, he's told us we're going to pioneer something completely different. And what we're doing is is actually we're going to help people in their neighborhoods where they live. We're going to find people where it's like they're just ready to hatch and break out with the miraculous. Like we did with our cafe and our shop. But we're going to find people wherever they are, the Lord's going to connect us. And we're going to help them start a group in their neighborhood that just the general public can come to every week, a spiritual class, and they'll come every week, but they'll actually be learning about Jesus and encountering the miraculous from right from the outset, just miracles and um, just everything that, you know, the kingdom of heaven. So we're quite excited about that. I say we don't know where we're going yet. We're leaving a week on Friday, the 28th. All we know is we're going to pack our car and get in it and drive, and we don't know where we're going quite yet. But I know the Lord's going to connect us with the right people. And um, just very quickly, just to finish, um, I'll just tell you on the next slide, I think the last one. Is there another one there? Oh, well, yeah, go past the video. 
I'd forgotten about the video. That was just a little bit about one of our, that's one of our um, videos. Yeah, so on there, we've got the website, spiritlifestyle.com, and if you want to follow us, I've started writing a diary on Facebook and Instagram. So you can just, if you follow there, Alice, Alice Croswell, you can, you know, I'll put all the posts on there, things as they happen, as they break out, if you want to see what we're up to. Um, but I thought what was interesting was years ago when we were at School of Ministry in America, they said to us, okay, for two days, we're really going to just contend and um, pray and ask the Lord to show you what it is you're going to be doing in the future. And um, I, for two nights running, I woke up at 4.44. And the third night, Rob woke up at 4.44. And I thought, I wonder if that's a scripture. So I grabbed a Bible, opened it, and it fell open on Ezekiel 44. So I thought, well, I'll read verse 4, and then that's all the fours. So I read it. And it's, you know what it says? It says, the man brought me by way of the north gate to the, to the front of the temple. And I looked and I saw the glory of the Lord filling the temple of the Lord. And I fell face down. And I was like, wow. So that was partly how we knew to come back to Northgate when we came back from America and it, the, the next verse says, the Lord said to me, son of man, look carefully, listen closely and give attention to everything I tell you concerning all the regulations and instructions. And then it talks about the entrance and the exits, the way in and the way out. And I really believe that for Northgate Church, that this church is, is called to be a place of a, the abiding presence and glory of God to come here. That you are really, I just want to encourage you to really seek after the presence of God. You know how Enoch walked? You have a call on you as a church to do that. That you will just be so much in God's presence that him and you, you and him, that you are just going to, it's like you're going to carry his presence, the Lord's presence everywhere that you go. And also, it talks about coming in and going out, the entrance and the exits. It's, it's their places where you come in and go out. And you are, Northgate Church is a place where people come in and go out from. Just like you sent us out in 2005, and you sent us out today, you're sending us, and it's really powerful what you've done today. I can't tell you how powerful that is. In the spirit realm, it's going to have massive, massive repercussions. It really is. And I don't think we could do what we're called to do without us coming here today. That's how, that's how massive I think it is. I really do. The fact that our parents are here, we're all here for the first time in, I don't know, 25 years, something like that. You are part of a move of God. And just because the Lord's sending us out to go to these places to help set them on fire, doesn't mean that you're not part of it. Now, where's Jane Moles? She was there before. Okay, so she's not here, but I don't know how many years ago she had a prophetic word that I remember, and she said about Northgate Church being called to be like an Antioch church. I don't know if you, anybody else remembers that. And I, to me, that speaks of sending out. That, and I, I do believe that this church is called to be a training and equipping center. That's what I'm seeing. 
that not only you carry the presence of God and the glory, but I see people coming, and you've done that already. Like with us, you did it, and probably with lots of other people too. That you are really called to train and equip to host the Lord's presence and to be a place of righteousness and justice. Aren't they the two points of of the Lord's throne, righteousness and justice, the Bible talks about? And sending people out. And they're going to come, you're going to train them, and you're going to send them out. And I think what the Lord's been doing with you has been getting you ready. I mean, I just, I've never felt like I do now, ever in my whole life. It's like all the things that we've been through all our lives, good and bad, prophetic words, everything. It's like it's all converging together at this point we find ourselves in right now. So it's, I, I do believe this is a crucial time that we're in. And you've got to make a choice. Every single person here has to make a choice. Am I in or am I out? It's like do or die. That's what I feel like. That's why we're leaving everything and going because I can't not. It's, it's, I want to be where God is. You know, in 2012, sorry, I'm going over a bit on time. In 2012, I had this prophetic experience, encounter thing. I won't go into details, but we had a stillborn baby in 95, 25 years ago. She would be 25 now. And in 2012, when she would have been about 18, I had this, now I didn't call her up, so I'm not talking about anything dodgy here, like like, um, divination or, you know, whatever you call it. But she, in the spirit realm, appeared to me, and you know what she said? You are going to help birth a move of God. Do not let it be stillborn. So from that moment, all the time I'm saying, Lord, what am I doing right now that is getting in the way of me being part of that, of your move of God? I don't want to do anything that's going to kill it. And so that's why we're going. But the same applies to you. That whatever, you know, it's things that Lord's called you to, maybe some of you many, many years ago, and it hasn't been fulfilled yet in your life. But it's not too late, no matter how old or young or whatever you are, it's not too late. But now is is time. Just go revisit those prophetic words you've had in the past. Revisit, just get alone with God and say, Lord, what was it you put on my heart all those years ago? Just rekindle it. In fact, when you stand up, I'm just going to pray over you right now. Is that all right if I pray over you? (laughs) Rob, do you want to come out as well? So I just, just put your hand on your belly. Lord, we ask for your fire to come right now, Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you for fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire, just like you promised. And we ask for those, your promises, Lord, your prophetic words, those callings that you've put into every single person here. We just declare that that is a time to be birthed. This is a birthing time right now. All those seeds, all those things that you've been incubating, that you've been praying over and crying out to God over, when is it going to happen? Some of you are so disappointed because it hasn't happened yet. Well, I tell you what, let's just get rid of that disappointment right now. Is that okay? Because that's demonic. Just say, Father God, please forgive me for coming into agreement with any spirit of disappointment or whatever it is. Just you tell it, whatever you feel, just or fear. We just tell those things to leave. So just breathe in the Holy Spirit right now. Deep breath in 
And then one, two, three, out with those evil spirits that go in right now. We just break them off. Thank you, Lord. And we release hope. Thank you, Jesus. That you'd speak to us clearly, Lord, what it is we're to do. What it is we're to lay down. We release your fire in this place to ignite, to increase. Burn up, Lord, everything that is not of you in each one of us, me included. And we release the healing power of Jesus right now into every body here, into every mind, into every soul, every emotion. Just receive that healing presence and freedom from the Lord Jesus right now. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. He's proud of you. He's got good plans for you. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. I think the children are coming back in now, are they, Gerald? Yeah. Um, once again, we just thank you so much for having us this morning. Uh, there is a real sense of convergence, as as you've heard, for for us and for yourselves, I think, particularly as a community, as, as a church. Um, I actually listened to last Sunday's message, and uh, it was all about purpose and destiny. Uh, and so I think the Lord's on your case, and he's, he's bringing you, he's reminding you and bringing you, you know, blow, blowing on that, kindling and reigniting uh, what may have been left for a while. So we come into agreement with that. We absolutely recognize the calling and destiny on this church. Uh, and we bless you in Jesus' name as you pursue him and you pursue your calling and purpose as individuals and as a community of people. So uh, we bless you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you have... Uh, a purpose and a destiny for this church. And we thank you, Lord, that um, you always finish what you start. You always finish what you start. And we thank you for your faithfulness and that uh, you are going to uh, complete every word that you've spoken over this church. And every promise uh, will be honored. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen.